Ah, ah, ah. Don't touch that dial. Listen to Blondie, brought to you by the makers of Camel Cigarettes. Extra, extra! For extra flavor, get Camel. Extra! For extra mildness and extra coolness, get Camel. Extra! For extra smoking per pack, get Camels, the cigarette that gives you the extras. And now, before we drop over to the Bumstead house to visit Chick Young's famous characters, Blondie and Dagwood, a word from the makers of Camel Cigarettes. Ladies and gentlemen, it seems that everywhere we turn today, we're confronted with speed and more speed. In our daily lives, it's hurry or I'll be late for my train. I can't stop now. I haven't time. Yes, universally, life has been speeded up. But there's a different story in cigarettes. Every day, more and more smokers, experienced smokers, are discovering that the extras in smoking pleasure are on the slow side, the slow-burning camel side. Science puts it this way. Cigarettes that burn fast burn hot, and nothing so surely mars the delicate element of cigarette flavor and fragrance as excess heat. Slow-burning preserves these precious natural qualities, gives you more mildness, more flavor, more coolness, of course. Science also tells you which cigarette is slower-burning. In recent impartial laboratory tests, camels burn 25% slower than the average of the 15 other of the largest selling brands tested, slower than any of them. Yes, science points the way, and the experience of millions of smokers confirms it. Slower-burning camels give you extra mildness, extra coolness, extra flavor, and extra smoking, equal on the average to five extra smokes per pack. Penny for penny, camels are your best cigarette buy. And now for our weekly visit with the Bumsteads. It's morning, and Blondie stands at the foot of the stairs, sounding her usual reveille to the man of the house. Dagwood! Breakfast! Good morning, Mommy. Hello, baby Dumplin'. Go tell Daddy his breakfast is ready. I can't tell him, Mommy. He's up and gone out. Gone out? Uh-huh. As soon as you went downstairs, he got up and got dressed and got out. Well, well how funny. I didn't hear him. He went tippy-toe, Mommy. Tiptoed out of the house without his breakfast? Hmm. Didn't he say anything to you before he went out? Uh-huh. He said, good morning, would I like to be a gypsy? A uh, gypsy? Uh-huh. Listen, Mommy, that sounds to me like our old car coming home. Why, yes, it's coming up our driveway. Now we'll see what he's been up to. Come on, baby, the back door. Blondie! Hey, hey, Blondie! <laughs> Blondie! Good morning, Dagwood. Oh, 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 good morning. Uh, uh, oh, I thought you were somewhere else. No, Dagwood. Uh, listen, Blondie, it's here. I've got it. Oh, got what, Dagwood? A two-burner bed under the sink and a hot and cold running stove that, that sleeps warm. What on earth of are you... Of course, the voice tub was extra, but it can go outside when we're inside or vice versa. And the same with pots and pans. Now, listen, Dagwood. Huh? Count to ten slowly yeah. and then tell me what you bought and how much it cost. Okay, one, two, five, six, nine, uh, sixty-nine dollars, and he threw in the icebox. Fill it in what, Daddy? Huh? Dagwood, hmm? what did you buy? Well, well, I keep telling you, honey, it's a trailer. A trailer? <laughs> yeah. One of those things you drag behind the car? Why, they cost hundreds of dollars. Oh, no, no, honey. Uh, I mean, sure, uh, but not this one. 
You see, the fellow that sold it to me had to leave town in a hurry. Who was after him, Daddy? No, no, baby Dumplin', you don't understand. He didn't sell me the trailer because he had to leave town. No, he had to leave town because he sold your father the trailer. No, no, now listen, this was a bargain. Well, let's look at it, Dagwood. (laughs) Sure, come on. On to the unveiling. Oh, boy. Hi, diddly-dee. A gypsy's life for me. <laughs> there she is. How's that, huh? Oh, goodness, it's... Huh? Well, it's a funny color, isn't it? Well, we can make it any color. Hey, how's it look to you, baby dumpling, huh? It looks like somebody was moving their hen house. Now, listen, it's bigger than it looks. Boy, what do you see inside? Oh, a regular little home. Our little rolling home on four wheels. <laughs> One of the tires blew out. Yeah, our little rolling home on three wheels. Patch the tube, honey. Goodness, uh, that's all the hammering. Yeah. Dagwood. Huh? Are you going to hang all those pots and pans on the outside? Uh, sure, honey. We'll need stuff to cook in. Uh, out on the open road. You mean we'll stop overnight in this trailer? Uh, certainly. We're going places and seeing things. Yes, and everywhere we go, people will think they're seeing things. Huh? Oh, well, anyway, it's very tidy inside, honey. I hope so. I like to have a place for everything and everything in its place. Well, in this trailer, some places are for two things. One place for two things? Uh Uh-huh. How do you mean, Dagwood? Well, see, uh, two of the beds flip over, and there's your table for one thing. Oh, my. Just think, baby. The table turns into two beds. Uh Uh Uh-huh. I'll bet there'll be crumbs in my bed. No, no, baby. Those beds are for Daddy and Mommy. (laughs) Where does baby sleep, Dagwood? Well, see, uh, the sink kind of flips over, and Uh there's another bed. Cute, huh, baby duckling? Suppose I want to drink of water in the night. Uh Uh-huh. Do I have to get under the bed? No, no, baby dumpling. Look, we won't have to use the sink bed except for company, see? Because the stove slips over, too, and there's another bed. Oh, I'll show you. Look. Uh, Oh, this door's a little stuck. Well, let me pry at the door, Dagwood, while you pull. Okay, honey, ready? All right, One, two. That's what I know. Well, I'll fix it later. Anyway, it's open. Walk right in, Blondie. Uh-huh. Have a look around. Uh, oh, it, it's kind of sag, Dagwood. Huh? Are you sure it's safe? Well, why, sure. Let me in there first. I'll show you. Now, see, I just crawl in, mm-hmm. and turn around, and stand up. Oh. oh, oh, Dagwood, did you hurt your head? No, not very much. The more paint came off the roof. D- never mind the paint. The point is, this is a good, strong trailer, Blondie. Look at it. I'll jump up and down to show you. <laughs> Safe as anything. <laughs> your solid little home on four wheels. On three wheels, Daddy. Oh. On two wheels. There. Now she's back on four wheels. Well, that's nice, dear. But the spares look kind of worn and ragged to me. Well, they're down underneath where they don't show very much. Oh, well, that's all right. Here's a red paint, Daddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, See, I'm going to paint the name on the trailer. Uh, Oh, I think of the right name. Oh, is it going to have a name? Sure, just like a Pullman car. Uh, How's about calling it the Blondie Bumstead? Well, uh, no thanks, Dagwood. Huh? 
Oh, Katie, I think that's our front doorbell. You go see. Hmm? Okay, Mommy. Don't name it after me, Daddy. Yes. Well, gosh, it's uh, kind of an honor to have anything named after you, isn't it? Well, that depends, dear. I did think I might call it the spirit of J.C. Diddy's Construction Company. Uh, I wouldn't, Dagwood. Yeah, why not? Oh, oh, look. Huh? There was a name on here. It's Where? painted over. It says, mm -hmm. um, Miller's Midgets. Oh, oh, yeah. Miller's the one who sold it to me. See, two of his midgets got a divorce and he needed something larger. Oh, Daddy, huh? Mr. Dithers is in the house. Mr. Dithers? Dagwood, did you know he was coming? Oh, sure. <laughs> I wired the boss to come back from Dobson's Lake. He's all dressed up funny. Hmm? Funny? Uh-huh. He's got on striped pants and his coat is long and back and it doesn't shut in the front. Oh, that's his cutaway, baby. Gosh, he's doing it upright. He's got a shiny black hat on, too. Yeah. A silk hat? Uh-huh. Dagwood, what in the world's for? For the christening, honey. The christening? Sure. One thing Mr. Dithers loves is a christening. Oh, He'll go miles to be a godfather. Dagwood, huh? you don't mean he's going to christen the trailer? Sure, if I can think of a name in time. What'll I tell Mr. Dithers, Daddy? Oh, tell him the christening will be uh, out here by the garage. Okay. Well, I, I don't know what he'll think when he sees what he's going to christen. Oh, I bet this trailer will bring out the gypsy in him right away. <laughs> huh? I never saw a gypsy in a silk hat. <laughs> <laughs> gypsy? Hey, how would it be to name the trailer... Uh, the, the Gypsy Queen. The Gypsy's Revenge would be better. Come uh -huh. on, let's meet Mr. Dithers at the back door. Okay, honey. I wonder how he looks in a silk hat. Okay. Oh, he doesn't change a bit. Okay, where are you? Uh, right here, Mr. Dithers. Come on out. I got your wire and dropped everything. Well, where's the baby? Well, there isn't exactly any baby, Mr. Dithers. Huh? No baby? You mean the christening is off? Oh, no, no, Mr. Dithers. We're christening the Gypsy Queen. Eh? Who in the name of the seven suspicious sisters is the Gypsy Queen? Stand aside, Dagwood, and let Mr. Dithers see her. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Look. Oh. oh. What's that? It's our new trailer. Her name is going to be uh, Gypsy Queen. Mm -hmm. It ought to be Frowsy Lil. Yeah, huh? Now, see here, Bumstead. I leave an important job. Come 200 miles, get all dressed Mommy, up, and then... I smell moss. Oh, oh baby. Shh. Shh. Quiet, baby. Excuse me till I uh, whisper to Baby Dumpling. Um... Baby, huh? Okay, Daddy. <laughs> oh, oh uh, thanks for wearing your silk hat, Mr. Dithers. Uh, I thought we were christening a baby. Oh, this is better than a baby christening. Uh, listen, you uh, can't break a bottle on a baby, can you? <laughs> huh? Oh, are you breaking a bottle? Sure, you bet. Just like on a battleship. Oh, do I break the bottle? Of course you can. Uh, can you, Daddy? <laughs> sure. I wanted a, an very important man to uh, launch the Gypsy Queen on her travels. Well, I always did like breaking bottles, mm -hmm. but I don't approve of wasting champagne. Yeah, so do I. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's what I thought. So, uh, uh, I got the ginger ale. Oh, oh, dear, but huh? oh. I found that bottle of ginger ale last and night. And... ginger ale, Daddy, oh. but I brought a bottle of ketchup. Ketchup? I didn't come all the way from Dobson's Lake to break ketchup bottles. Oh, it's better than champagne, Mr. Dithers. It, uh, well, it makes more squish. Sure. Now, don't back out on us now, Mr. Dithers. Uh, listen, you go ahead and christen her with the ketchup, and I'll tell you what we'll do. Oh, we'll drive you all the way back to Dobson's Lake in style. Yes, you can ride in the trailer. Yeah. Well, is it easy riding? Sure, just like a private car. Can we start right after the christening? Oh, yes, our bags are all inside. Well, I'll have to wear what I got on. 
All right, I'll christen it. Stand back, everybody. Yeah, stand back, Blondie. Stand back, baby. <laughs> Bring hard, Mr. Dithers. Don't worry. Now, hats off. Yeah, I am. I christen thee the gypsy queen. Oh! Oh, no bottle, Danny Bray. Look at my hand, blood. Oh, that's only a little ketchup. The cork came out. The bottle didn't break. Well, something broke. Oh, then look at that all in the trailer. It smashed right through the side. Well, you ought to have stronger sides or weaker bottles. Oh, I can put my head through that hole. You can put your head through the eye of a needle. Oh, never mind, Dagwood. It needed more ventilation anyway. Now, Mr. Dithers, you get in the trailer and make yourself cozy. Dagwood and I will drive the car. And, baby, you keep Mr. Dithers company in the jolly cruise. Yeah, come on. Ready, Dagwood? <laughs> yeah, sure. Then we're off. Oh, we're off for the open road. Well, this is the open road, all right. I never saw anything opener. Do you know where we are, Dagwood? Well, I've been going by that map, but there's something wrong. We should have passed three towns in the last 40 miles. Let's see the map. Mm, there. Mm. Why does the map say Idaho on it, Dagwood? Huh? Why, it's because it's a map... Hey, we're not in Idaho, are we? Of course not, dear. You've been going by the wrong map. We're lost. Well, we can't be so very lost. You want to go to Dobson's Lake and we're not in Idaho. Well? Well, Dobson's Lake isn't in Idaho either. Hey, what's that? Thunder. It's going to rain. Maybe that's why it got dark so early. I hope that trailer doesn't leak on Mr. Dithers. Listen, slow up, Dad, but there's a sign by the road. Golly, why doesn't the Gypsy Queen slow down when I do? Look, Dagwood, huh? the sign says, Camp Crawling, Trailers Welcome. Yeah, it looks like a hobo jungle to me. Oh, dear, it's raining. You know, maybe we ought to stop here, Dagwood. No, honey, if I don't get Mr. Dithers to Dobson's Lake tonight, the least I can do is stop at a nice place. I know, but that's a steep hill just ahead. Oh, we'll make it okay. Oh, maybe when we get up high, maybe we'll see a better place to stop, huh? Well, Here goes. Oh, goodness. I hope Baby Dumplin' can keep Mr. Dither's mind off this ride. Yeah, well, look, uh, tune in and, and hear what they're saying back there, Blondie. Hmm? Tune in? Sure. Didn't you see my invention? No. Well, look, uh, pick up that rubber tube that comes in the back window there. Oh, a speaking tube? Speaking or listening. It runs between us and the Gypsy Queen. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? <laughs> if it works. Sure it works. Oh, oh, Dagwood, it does. I can hear Baby Dumplin' talking. Give me another story. Oh, you like that, eh? Now, a big boy like you isn't afraid of thunder. I'm scared. Well, quiet now. I'll tell you another story to soothe your nerves. Alice, once upon a time, a little gnarled-up dwarf lived in a dark cave that was full of man-eating bats. Whoa! Quiet. This dwarf didn't have any face. Violin, my mom, I... I want an umbrella. This roof is leaking. Here, talk to her through this tube. Tell your father to slow down, too. Daddy! It's tired. Let me have that tube. Hey, Bumstead! Bumstead! We're riding on a path! On the rim, Bumstead! It doesn't work! Ah! 
It's like all your father's inventions. They never work when you need them. There goes another tire. Bumps head. Bumps head! <laughs> Huh? I thought I heard Baby crying. Okay. Uh, now that we're on top of the hill, I, I didn't I didn't hear anything. It's too dark to see anything either. Well, uh, haul it through the tube there. The tube's gone. Huh? Something jerked it out of my hand. The tube's gone? Mm-hmm. Gone where? Oh, uh, wait till I wipe off the back window. Yeah. There, now, I can... Hey, the trailer. What? The trailer's gone, too. Dagwood! <gasps> we must have lost it on the hill. Oh... Well, we'll return to the bumsteads in a moment. But first, there's one saying that's known to cigarette smokers everywhere, and that's the phrase, I'd walk a mile for a camel. Yes, more smokers prefer camel cigarettes than any other brand. Camels are made from finer, more expensive tobaccos. They're slower burning, and they give you extra coolness and extra mildness. Being slower burning, camels are free from the irritating qualities of excess heat and too fast burning. Camels are mild, easy on the throat. Camels are cooler, too. For naturally, the slower a cigarette burns, the cooler the smoking. And because slow burning preserves the natural flavor and fragrance of fine tobaccos, camels give you extra flavor. Economy, too. Slower burning camels last longer and give you extra smoking per cigarette per pack. In recent impartial laboratory tests, camels burn 25% slower than the average of the 15 other of the largest selling brands tested. Slower than any of them. And that means a smoking plus, equal on the average to five extra smokes per pack. Now, if you live in a community where certain state cigarette taxes are in effect, you can save the cost of the tax through smoking camels. If there are no added taxes where you live, the savings are all yours. Yes, there's more pleasure per puff and more puffs per pack in camels. That's why smokers say, I'd walk a mile for a camel. And now we return to Dagwood and Blondie, who've traced their runaway trailer to the bottom of the hill and right into Camp Crawley. Thank heavens they didn't tip over, Dagwood. Yeah. These tire marks looked like they were riding on two rims and two tires, and uh, that kind of slowed them up. All right, Sherlock. Just huh? find that trailer. I want to see if my baby's all right. Oh, golly, so do I. But I'm not so anxious to find Mr. Didders. Golly, I wonder what he thought when they went coasting into this hobo camp. Oh, hurry, Dagwood. It's pretty dark to go very fast. Oh, let's holler for them. Hello! Hey, hey, listen. A tire blew out. Yes. That sounds like the Gypsy Queen, all right. Where did the sound come from? <laughs> oh, there goes the last tire. It's over there. Yeah, come on. Here it is, Blondie. Oh. Oh, oh, baby, are you all right in there? Yes, but we can't get that door open. Oh, I'll open it. Oh, oh. That door came off again, Daddy. Never mind. It'll let some of the water out. Out? Yes, out. It's up to my ankles in here. The roof leaks. Oh, baby Dumplin', I'm so glad to see you. Mommy will light a fire and get you warm. Yeah, who's going to get me warm? 
I, I, uh, I, I knew it. Listen, I can fill oh. that royce tub I brought with water. You bring a box of apples, Daddy? No, no, baby. Don't bring, but we'll eat the water and soak your feet. If I can find enough water to fill the tub. You want water, eh? Just ring me out. Uh, 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 oh. oh, I'm afraid you're catching cold, Mr. Dithers. Oh. Wait, I'll light the oil stove. Come, baby. Mommy will drive. Hey, here's your tub. Oh, and you know what? Our tires didn't blow that time. Hey, there's still two points. <laughs> Nothing like two good tires on a four-wheel trailer. Yeah. You see, the noise we heard must have been a backfire. That means there's another car in this camp. Well, what are you standing there for? Go find them. Huh? Get some help. What? Get a jack. Get some boards. Get the tires changed. Yeah. Get out! <laughs> oh. oh, yes, sir. And get me out of here by tomorrow noon. I've got to speak at the Up, Up, Optimist Club. I, I think your sneeze is a little better, Mr. Dithers. Well, I'm getting lots of practice. Where's the fire we're going to light? Where's the hot coffee we're going to have? Well, I'm afraid there's something wrong with the stove and the sink. When I put water in the coffee pot, it was kerosene. When I turned on the stove, it played water like a fountain. Elementary, my dear Mrs. Bumstead. Dagwood's got the feed lights crossed up. Oh. Light a match and I'll look. Well, I'm afraid all the matches are wet, too. Well, maybe I've got a dry match. Oh, yes. Just one. Now stand back while I light it. Oh, oh it lights. Now be careful, Mr. Dither. Don't talk. It makes a draft and I... I... Give me some match out, Mom. Oh, this is the end. I'm through. I'm going. Where's my hat? Where's Mr. Dither's silk hat, baby? Here it is. It's got some water in it. Ah? You said put something under the leak in the roof. Oh, baby. I'll go without a hat. Where's your car? Out by the road. But, but wait, if you drive home, what do we do? Who said I was driving home? I'm going to find a garage, get new tires. Oh. Get you all <laughs> out of here. Hey, Mommy, that's made my the window change. I was leaning against the wall. Uh, how many tires do you need? Two? Just two. Two tires. Uh, three tires now. All right, I'll get three <laughs> tires. Oh, I'm afraid. I know, I know. I'll get four new tires. <laughs> Somebody's standing outside our door. You'll maybe wake the baby. No one means us harm, Jenny. I'll see who's outside. Here's a lantern, Mole. Who's there? Uh, it's just me. I uh, saw your light. And... Bless my soul. It's a young fella. Wet to the skin. Jenny, make room by the oil stove. Huh? Uh, well, I, I don't want to crowd you, and my feet are pretty wet. And why wouldn't they be a night like this? Come in. Have you ate? Huh? Uh, well, no. Hungry, too. Jenny, dish up the mush. We we got company for supper. Oh, no, thanks. I... There's only one help left, more. As long as there's any, we'll turn no hungry man away. Sit down, mister. Oh, I'm afraid I'm robbing you. Oh, no, no. We've all ate. Barring Eddie and... He's out looking for work, bless him. Eddie's found something to eat somewhere, Ma. Else he'd be back by now. Is uh, Eddie your husband, Mrs. Uh, Friend? Oh. No, sir. Eddie's my boy and the man of the family. Mm -hmm. Now, now Mr. Friend has passed on. Eddie's 15. Guy, 
And, and he supports you? He does what he can, mm-hmm. and so do we all. You're, you're not eating your mush, Mr. Huh? Oh, it's very good. Are you sure you've eaten, Mrs. Friend? Oh, I'm on kind of a now diet, you might say. I don't need so much of me not working. Do the three of you travel in that uh, automobile out there? Four of us. But the baby takes no room at all. Someday we'll stop traveling. It'll be good to stop traveling. We're many years traveling. Golly. Oh, we'll get along. Now, come on, eat your mushrooms. Huh? It's better than it looks. Oh, it, it, it's fine. That, that's not what's wrong. But, oh, you, you can't fool me. This was your supper, all you had. And you gave it to me when you didn't even know my name. Listen, I only think I'm hungry. Right over there, somewhere, I have a trailer just full of stuff to eat. And a little wife that's the best cook in the state. Bless my soul. Yeah. And I was sorry for myself till I met you. Now, you know what we're going to do? We're all going over to my place for the best supper you've ever had. A little more steak, Mrs. Friend? No, thank you kindly. Maybe Eddie, though. He works hard and all. Eddie's gone to sleep, sitting up. Well, you'll have to excuse him. It's so warm and cozy in here. Yeah, it's dried out pretty good. I'm glad I got that stove working. It's a lovely stove. Isn't it, Jenny? She's a good too. Oh, I don't know what you'll think of us all. He's done used to eating so hearty. <laughs> I think you're the nicest family I've met in a long while. You bet. Taking me in, a stranger and all? Oh, I don't expect there are any strangers, mister. There's one father to us all. You, uh, you must tell me how you made that mush you had, Mrs. Green. Dagwood says it smelled delicious. Oh, yeah. now, I, I don't expect it would do for, well, rich people. Rich? You mean us? Well, now, I'm glad for you, but you must be well off. To live in a lovely little house on wheels like this. But, Rita, you you like this trailer? Oh, it's a real pleasure to sit in it. I wish my baby was old enough to know the nice bed he's sleeping in. Sheets, too. Clean sheets, like like we used to have at home. Uh, <clears throat> look, Mrs. Friend, we don't exactly live in this trailer. We just... Oh, Dagwood. Huh? Listen. Golly, here's Mr. Dithers. He's brought back the car. With tires for the trailer, I hope. Are you moving on tonight? Well, I'll just rouse up my young one. Oh, no, no. Uh, let them sleep a little longer. Oh, oh. Where are you? I'm coming. I'll go with you, Dagwood. I, I want to talk to you. We'll all help you put on the tire. Oh, no. In the morning, there'll be time enough for that. Well, I'll just bid up the place for you whilst you're gone. Oh, my, this is handy, though. A sink right by the stove. Hot water. Put the last tire down with the others. Don't let her hear us. She's humming a tune in there while she works. Oh, oh Dagwood, I'm so glad you agreed with me. Oh, she needs it worse than we do. We'll enjoy it more this way than if we kept it ourselves. Yeah. Honey, have you got the note to leave for her? Mm-hmm, right here. Read it to me again. Well, I'll, I'll have to get in the light from the doorway. Can she hear? No. She's still humming. All right. The note says, Dear Mrs. Friend, we're not coming back. We want you to have the home on wheels you like so much. 
Rest well in its clean beds. Warm yourself at its fire, as we were warmed by a glimpse of your own cheerful heart. Goodbye, and good luck always. Blondie, Dan. This is what she's humming in there. <laughs> Goodbye, Mrs. Green. And good luck always. Take me home now, Dagwood. Well, folks, in just a moment, we'll give you a brief synopsis of next week's Blondie story. But first... Extra, extra! Camels give you extra flavor. Extra! Camels give you extra mildness and extra coolness. Extra! Camels give you extra smoking per pack. Try Camels, the cigarette that gives you the extras. Camels bring you two other great shows each week. On Saturday, there's luncheon at the Waldorf with Ilka Chase. You'll find it the new high in daytime entertainment. On Saturday night, tune in and hear Bob Crosby and Mildred Bailey featuring music with a heartbeat. And next Monday night at the same time, tune in on Blondie. We think you'll get a chuckle out of Dagwood's experience on the witness stand. Well, that's a tip for your radio enjoyment. And for your smoking enjoyment every day, try Camels, the cigarette that gives you the extra. Beginning next Monday, due to daylight saving time, Blondie will be heard one hour earlier on many of these stations. Consult your newspaper for exact time. Blondie is written and directed by Ash Mead Scott. And this is Bill Goodwin speaking for the makers of Camel Cigarettes. Good night, all. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs> <laughs> 